Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. On today's episode of the BC and Beloved podcast, we meet Mike Fallett. Now, Mike is an entrepreneur, a risk taker, and a man who loves true stories. After starting his first business at age 23 with no money, no connections, and many failed attempts, Mike decided to share his story by writing his first book, which turned into an Amazon bestseller. It was then that he realized the book was his secret weapon to success. Now, as the owner of Dream Starters Publishing, he helps over 200 entrepreneurs write their book, and he's here to share with us his amazing journey and how he made it happen. So let's welcome Michael Fallett to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hey, thank you so much for uh, having me on, Christy. I really, really appreciate it, especially since you're a fellow 365-driven entrepreneur. It's great to be here. Yes, lifer, right? (laughs) (laughs) 253 as of today, by the way, Christy. 253 best-selling books. Oh, wow. Awesome. Amazing. That is, wow, you've helped so many people and I see you everywhere and I have tons of friends who use you for their book publishing. And that's why I really want you on the show to find out more about this guy named Mike Fallett because he's full of personality. <laughs> you think that a book writer is just a person who's quiet, you know, behind their <laughs> desk, just writing in, in a in a secluded place in Montana somewhere or something like that. But that is so not Mike. Mike is totally a go-getter out there, super personality, and he has great things to share. So when I was looking at your bio, I got a gist of your story. I mean, geez, you had no money, no connections, and you just started this from scratch at the age of 23. Well, yeah. that story. I, mean, I want to know all about that. You know, when you think of like, oh, it's just, oh, you just talk to this person, you write a book, and then you're off and running. Uh, the journey really goes back to whenever I was 16, 17 years old, I got my first job at a convenience store. And uh, that's when I started working for an entrepreneur who really showed me what entrepreneurship was all about. You know, it was cool for him to drive fancy cars and date the pretty women. And he would come in and I thought he just owned a convenience store. And then I found out that he owned restaurants and real estate. So I was always like interested in what he did up until that point, I was going to join the Navy and I was going to try to become like every other guy and, and try to go become a Navy SEAL. One of those guys. Hey, my husband is a Navy forces. SEAL. My husband's a Navy SEAL. No way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. SEAL team one. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. That's very <laughs> cool. So I wanted to be like your husband. Let's just say that. 
And uh, my dad was Navy. My grandfather was Navy. My other grandfather was Army. I was just going to go and, and join this. And uh, I was 16, 17 years old. I started to see what entrepreneurship is all about. So whenever 18 came around, I'm like, okay, what do I do? Uh, what, do I join the military? Well, I started talking to my employer at the time who really started to take a liking to me because I was so interested in money and uh, investing. And so he said, hey, why don't you go to college? Go to a college that is even expensive. Just get a finance degree. You'll always get a job and then you can go and have many options in life. So I applied to a school that I couldn't really afford. It was Duquesne University. I got accepted somehow. I mean, I'm a BC student all the way. I didn't do a lot of reading. I didn't do a lot of writing. I was not very educated. I will tell you that. Mm -hmm. So I go to school and here I am. I'm thinking I'm, I'm great. I'm falling in love with this thing called marketing. And he's like, don't do marketing because everybody's a marketer, but go into finance. So I became a finance guy. And afterwards I graduated and I was like, okay, what do I do now? And, and here I am at 21, 22. And he's like, well, come work for me and I'll give you some jobs. And then that led to one empty promise, to an empty promise, to an empty promise. Mm -hmm. And here I am, I'm itching. But while I was in my senior year of college, he gave me a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Christy, have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Absolutely. Many times. The greatest oh. book I've ever read. Ever read. Right. It's changed my life. 20 something years ago. Yes. I find out Robert Kiyosaki uh, hired a ghostwriter called, or her name was Sharon Lecter. They self-published this book and it became this huge success and it got picked up by major publishers. So I'm reading this book and uh, it, it changed the way I looked at everything. I'm like, wait a second, what am I doing? trying to get a job. I'm, I don't even, I just read this book. It's telling me how to become wealthy. It's definitely not be uh, from getting a job. So I get out of school and I'm like, what do I do now? He's like, oh, come work for me. I'm like, God, this doesn't sound right, but he gave me the book. So I'll follow his lead. Anyway, one empty promise led to another and I get my real estate license. I'm like, okay, I got to start making moves. Let me start buying property or some type of storage units or washer and dryers or, uh, you know, where you take your clothes to get laundromat. Yeah. Laundromat. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. start I want to do, uh, get into something. So I became a real estate agent. I'm still working for him. And then I bought my first place. It was a four unit building and I'm off and running at 23 years old. Oh. Now he wasn't too thrilled that I was starting to become an entrepreneur while I was working for him. And that's when I realized like eh, people are going to educate you just enough so that mm. you, you stay reliant on them. Absolutely. And once I, yeah. once I started to become an entrepreneur, I started making like five, 600 bucks a month. I would say passive, but I was still like cleaning toilets and fixing toilets and sinks and all that stuff. So it wasn't truly passive, but I still had a business. And I got really cocky at that point where I'm like, you know what? I could start other businesses. Here I am making $500 a month. I can't, I mean, I'm going to be super rich, right? <laughs> so, so I started a couple other businesses, startups. My heart is always into startups. And Christy, if you see anything I post, it's, I love talking about like new ideas and, and, and new thoughts to, to bring to the lot, to bring to the world. Right. So I started uh, putting together ideas for startup businesses, and every one of them was a failure, a major failure for oh, no. a couple years. So here I am struggling, uh, making every mistake in the book, and uh, four businesses put me in severe debt, major debt. So, okay, what do I do now? Well, let me combine everything that I've done and do the opposite. Let me start doing everything that I thought I wasn't supposed to do. Well, okay, well, I'm going to keep things very simple. I'm going to rely only on me. 
I'm going to build this business. So it's not relying on anybody else. I'm going to play towards my strengths and play towards my passions. So I created a company called Doggy Surprise. Are you a dog lover, Christy? I love dogs. So I have a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. You're an animal lover. That's all right. I created this direct to home dog product service, similar to BarkBox, but a little bit different. And I started getting sales and it was so easy to go to home shows and dog shows and pet shows and just get people to buy this monthly box. Well, here I am now making money and I wouldn't say it's a lot of money, but here I am. I have a successful side business. It's still not enough to pay off all my debts because at this point I'm probably a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt. So I'm in severe debt, scared scared out of my wits. Now, were you still working for this guy at the time or did you stop? No, I left him. I left him, you know, so I'm kind of like picking up side jobs. I mean, I would even, you know, I would run a a side business and then eight o'clock at night, go clean toilets uh, as a janitor, Mm. just any little extra money. to. You're hungry though. You're determined to make something happen for sure. If someone is just unwilling to give up, you just, you're eventually going to win. It just takes a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm getting all these little side gigs and it's just random stuff at this point, but the business is starting to make money, just not enough to pay off like my credit card bills and, and, and start to like get me actual uh, out of debt. So I pick up a job as a, uh, as a sales guy for a home remodeling company. And I was just like, Hey, I'm going to go do this just to get out of debt. And I don't care how long it takes. I'm just going to get out of debt and then I'm going to leave. So I become the salesman for a home remodeling company while I'm running Doggy Surprise. And at that time, I, all of a sudden, I started breaking records as a sales guy. Because you know, when you're a street fighter entrepreneur, you learn a lot of skill sets that you just can't be taught in the corporate world. So I went into the corporate world and started just kicking ass. I was just doing really well in sales, but it was only a means to an end. And so whenever I started closing deals and getting my debt off the books, I started to back out of it. And that's whenever I noticed the corporate world treat me a little bit differently. Oh, we're not priority number one. Okay, we're going to really kind of mess with your life a little bit with certain things with your schedule and all that. I'm like, okay, well, time for me to leave now. Okay, so another company comes and says, hey, you could do your doggy surprise thing. Just work for us a little bit. And, um, you know, no problem. You just close your deals, but you focus on doggy surprise. So I'm like, okay, let me go over there. So I go to that company and the the original company had a problem with that other company. And they said, hey, if you hire Mike Fallon, we're going to take you to court due to a non-compete issue. But this is a common thing. We just everybody kind of goes from one company to the next. For some reason, they come after me. And that turns into a court battle. And here I am without a job. And now I'm sitting there with doggy surprise. I'm like, okay, what do I do now? What do you do? Yeah. Well, I'm interested. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting there now. He's a great storyteller, isn't he? Look at this. this. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do now? I'm looking at doggy surprise. Do I go full force on that? But here I am starting to get questions about starting a business. And I was starting to advise three or four people in my area on what not to do when it comes to starting a business. Don't do this because I screwed up here when it's severe debt. And so I started educating people. I'm like, you know what? Let me write a book about what really not to do, but what to do. What what made Doggy Surprise make money? Like I had some time on my hands because I really didn't have a job, right? And I didn't know if I should go full force with Doggy Surprise. So I'm like, let me write a book. The girl I was dating at the time was an editor. And I said, listen, if I finish this book, will you edit it for me? She's like, yeah, sure. Of course. Oh, that like, was okay. convenient. <laughs> Perfect. That's, what, that's why you want to date an editor. All right. right. Absolutely. I need a copywriter too, but I might date two people. Same time. 
<laughs> so I, I, I write this book. It's called Dream Starter, the Startup Business Guy for the Die Hard Entrepreneur. I really didn't know what I was doing, but I started to learn this, the, the bestseller trick. There's, a, there's definitely a, a game to play on Amazon to turn it into an Amazon bestseller. I really didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was I needed to turn this book into a bestseller to elevate my name so I could like help people. I really did start off like, I'm going to just help people with starting a business. So that was my game plan. Turned it to Amazon bestseller. My life changed. People started asking me for speaking gigs and and and, and going and giving more advice about starting a business. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm the same person as I was last week. I just have a best-selling book now, but people care about what I have to say a hell of a lot more. Wait a second. There is something to this book thing. There's, there's, there's magic behind this. And then people started reaching out. Hey man, looks like you wrote a book. How did you do it? Can you help me? And I'm like, light bulb. There it is. Yeah, I could definitely help you. You know what? Writing's pretty easy for me. The girl I'm dating is an editor. I could do cover designs. How about I write the book for you? It was just like, I need some money and I need a a, a large amount right away. Doggy Surprise was $20 a month. Writing a book I was offering was $2,500 at the time. So I said, okay, for $2,500, I'll write you a book, turn it into an Amazon bestseller. That's a no-brainer. People started reaching out to me saying, all right, let's do a book. And ding, 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 there it goes. And there we were, dream off starters, and running. Yes, Dream Starters expands and explodes. Well, the book even is called Dream Starter. I turned that into a company name. So I tell people all the time, like, the book is really a fire starter to your life. It's a new direction. It's going to get you off. It's going to create a new identity. Mm-hmm. And you could build a company around a book. And then all of a sudden, people fall in love with your backstory want to get to know, like, and trust you, put the book down and let's do some business. So the, yeah. the book is the, is the key to my life. And that's why I recommend, and this is why I sell it to other people without even trying. Listen, a book changed my life. I guarantee no matter where you're at in your life, you sit down, write a book, it'll change the course of your life. Wow. That's powerful. That is so powerful. Well, let me take you back to that 16 year old little boy. Well, young man, I guess you could say. Little boy. I was, little yeah, little boy's <laughs> definitely appropriate. <laughs> Who was learning about all these things. How, where's your family? Where'd you come from? Where'd you Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm in the North Pens- Hills. Pennsylvania. Yep. yep. Well, there a lot of opportunity. Oh, you're still in Pennsylvania. Still in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. I, family's here. My entire family. Okay. I really could work from anywhere. I mean, I don't have a designated like an office where teams come and sit and work. My graphic designers, writers, editors, even my project manager, all different parts of the country. My project manager is like 30 minutes away, but they're everywhere. Wow. And virtual and Zoom definitely helps. You do everything nowadays on your laptop as a global lifestyle. So that's great. So at 16 years old, do you have any siblings? I got an older brother. Older brother. Now, did he join you on this journey or? No, no. He's completely the opposite of me. I guess, I mean, I would say he was always the opposite of me. I'm starting to see a lot more similarities now that we're getting older. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's four years older than me. He was always the guy who works on computers. So he was a guy who works for like, um, you ever heard of like Bobby Ray Hall, Mercedes, like a big car dealership company? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always go and fix their computers. So what I'm finding out more than more than anything else is that we have such a love for like motorcycles. And now I'm starting to help him with like YouTube and uh, maybe getting his motorcycles on YouTube to get a lot of views. So he could turn that into maybe a side gig or another revenue stream. So we're, we have similarities, but he's more quiet and reserved. I'm more, hey, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a Leo. So I want to go out in the room and be like, Hey guys, let's, you know, let's change the world. And I want to be the loudest person in the room. If that there makes you sense. Are. That's why we're connected. I'm a Leo as well. Oh, <laughs> like, when's your birthday? Kind of, August 18th. I'm um, August 10th. Nice. Awesome. Kind of, the, I tr- try to dumb it down a little bit, but it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. We're the fire, right? We're the lions. We're the fire. That's it. Absolutely. So when you're going to college, are, are there any other people around you in college that who, who taught you to become more aware, be more come aware? Because I know at that age, I didn't know when people were trying to get over on me in, in jobs. I just thought I was working and doing my best. And I didn't know that they were just you know, using me them till I'm 40. Now I kind of realize it, but at 20, I certainly didn't realize that, that mm-hmm. people would just give you so much, help you so much, but also keep you under their power so they can, so you can stay and stay yes. stuck and stay uh, dependent upon them and never achieve your dreams. And I think I was in that position for many, many years at, you know, at that age. And I'm just not realizing it now that, hey, I'm better than that. And I can shine too. And I have my goals and dreams and aspirations that I want to achieve. I love it. And so what opened your eyes? Was there an individual? Was it a book? Was it just an experience? 365 driven over my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Tony. Well done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So just being surrounded by people who love you and support you and kind of see where you are and want more for you, want a better life for you and kind of see things on, from the outside in and was able to talk to me and give me that aha moment like, wow, yeah, that is what's happening with me. And wow. I am better than this and I can shine. And now it's time for me to spread my wings and go. And I, I did create write my book uh, earlier this year called From Stage Fright to Superstar. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And yes, it's my it's my story. I shared it. I wrote it. And I'm super proud of it. And again, it gives me speaking engagement because I have a book now. And so that just shows you how valuable a book can be to your to your life. It's not just writing out your story, but now you have something that can you can leave a legacy. And then Mike, on the other hand, you you can turn that into an Amazon bestseller, and that's even more authority. Mm-hmm. And you'd be seen as an expert in your industry when you reach that level. So great job to that. Now, Mike, can you give our listeners three tips on what they can do now to start writing their book, getting their book out, getting their message out? I'm sure everybody has a story, right? Yeah, everybody does. I don't care where you're at in your life. Um, there's a great a clinical psychologist that I listen to, his name is Jordan Peterson. And he just talks about how, if you can articulate your life, then you can become dangerous. And so if you know where you're going and you know where you've been and you know where you are, then all of a sudden you have this map and you could say, okay, what scares me? Okay. I'm going to use that fear to push me along. Okay. What do I want? I'm going to use that vision to pull me along. And you're able to dissect if you're winning or losing on a day-to-day basis. So if you can clarify your life and write things down, you will find out what's important to you. But to those three tips that people are looking for, when the book is done and you can, and you can picture your book in your hands, just what is the exact way you're going to use the book? Are you going to use it to get more speaking gigs? Are you going to use it to get more clients? Are you going to use it to create a podcast or a brand? 
Or are you going to use it just to become more clear about where you're going in life? Think about that next step. I want you to picture what that day is like, because the day that that book arrives in the mail is it's unlike anything else. And do you remember that feeling when you saw it for the very first time? Well, there was a backlog for me on Amazon. It took me three weeks to get my book, my author's copy. And I was just waiting at the door every single day and calling Amazon every single day. When I finally got it, I was excited. Yes. It's real, right? Like it's I know you real. guys can't see this, but like when you when you feel it in your hands, it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, I am an author." <laughs> yes. Yes. So that day it, it, I remember it very clearly and um I I honestly didn't even believe it. I put it together and I'm like, "There's no way that I'm putting this up on Amazon and getting this for $4." There's just no way. I everywhere I look is you got to pay $2000 or something. This doesn't make any sense. I don't believe it. But when it came, I'm like, Oh my God, this is what it feels. And that's why it's so contagious. When I talk to someone, I'm like, listen, you don't even realize finishing a book is awesome. Wait till it comes in the mail. But when that day comes and you're looking at it, you really should know how you're going to use it. So I always talk about, listen, use it as a lead generator, right? You want to use it to build a tribe or create some type of awareness for a mission or a cause or what you want to stand for. I I have people who are tax professionals, real estate developers, or people who are motivational speakers. It's almost like, well, now I know exactly where I'm going. I'm going to ship this out to podcast guests and hosts. And here we go. Let's get this off and running. And people are going to know what I stand for, for the next two to five years. Mm. And that time frame matters to me. So it doesn't matter if it's two to five years, but in the foreseeable future. So that's the step tip. Number one, Um, tip number two in writing a book or even pretty much anything I would think is what are the general principles or lessons that you really lean on in life? What, what helped you get from a to Z or wherever you're at now, write those generic lessons down for me. And this is one general principle in my life is that you're only as strong as your circle. I talk about this on a day-to-day basis. It matters who you surround yourself with. It matters who you aspire to be. It matters because everybody in your circle is sort of a reflection of you and you're a reflection of them in in like the culmination of it. So that matters to me. However, that's a principle that a lot of people can apply in their life. But those principles matter because those messages will come out in your podcast, in your book, in your blogs, um, in, in your speeches. So those general principles, and I always say, write down 15. And then the third piece is define or reminisce of the stories that taught you those lessons. So in the beginning of this podcast, we talked about my journey to becoming an entrepreneur or even having my first successful business. And that story matters because I want you to know where I come from. And because if you know what it's like to be in the corporate world, or if you know what it's like working for someone like you brought up that- they're holding you back a little bit, whether you know it or you don't, they, they want you to learn just enough, but not enough to leave them. That matters because I want to build a, a relationship with the listener and you should too. So those general story or general lessons tied to specific stories that taught you those lessons. If you can define those uh, aspects, then all of a sudden you can articulate yourself uh, in person or, or in writing, and then you can be very, very dangerous. You can cut through all the noise and show the world who you are. So if just a recap, how are you going to use it? Yep. Number two, mm-hmm. general lessons. Yeah, Number absolutely. three, specific stories. You I have those that. three things. You can win. Oh, I love that. I, for my story from stage right to superstar, one thing that I always say is that I want, 
I don't want anybody ever, their life to ever be stagnant and stuck because they can't communicate effectively. Yeah, right. That's my mission. And I know the transformations that can happen when you go from being scared and insecure to speak in front of people to actually allowing yourself to shine and have confidence to get your message out to the world. And, how and the next the- step is to write that book, right? <laughs> how, how, what was what was the day like? And uh, maybe you remember it. The first time that someone came up to you and said, I read your book or I listened to your podcast and it's changed a thing, uh, something in my life. Like now all of a sudden you realize that your story is not just yours. It right. actually can inspire and motivate others to, and it's going to affect change in their life. So it forces you to become a better communicator mm-hmm. and two, to do it way more often. Right, Christy? Right. Yes. And it's important when you have a book to, like like Mike said, to have a plan. What are you going to do with that book? Is it going to be used for your brand? You know, I, I meet a lot of people who have a book and they just put it, you know, hold it inside and put it in a room and never present that book. This is your life. This is your story. You wrote that book for a reason. There's a message inside that's going to help transform someone else's life. So you have to get that out there. Show that book to the world. Present it. Speak it. Uh, market it, brand it, I, whatever you need to do, get on podcasts like this, show your book and show your message. But you have to be able to communicate that. Effectively. Well, do you re- meet a lot of people who are always saying to themselves, I'm not there yet. I'm not a billionaire yet. Yes. And, and if you read a book called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, it explains what that voice is. It really is. The devil, you could say, is trying to keep you average. So every time you hear that voice in your head, you're like, uh oh. Um, you, if you're aware of that voice, you know how to combat it. Uh, so that's a common thing that people just don't feel like they're ready. But the other mm. part of it is, is that for the very first time when you write a book, you are judged on your life. It's a crazy feeling. But when you break through and you realize that you can actually become comfortable in being uncomfortable and sharing a little bit about your past and where you come from and what you believe, it becomes easier. It's like a muscle and you just keep working it. You get a little bit stronger. And that is, I guess, something that everyone admires because deep inside, they want their story to matter. So when they see someone else super proud of their background, mm-hmm. they want a little bit of a piece of that. So their attention goes towards you. And now you can become the symbol that helps them do the exact same thing in their life. Wow. That is powerful. Thank you so much for that, Mike, and those tips to share and all those nuggets you are dropped today. That is great. So let me tell, ask you, what's lighting you up these days? Oh, there's a lot. Uh, as an entrepreneur, you get this. There is no one set path. I just love the opportunities that come our way. What is lighting me up at this moment? I'm reading a book called The Bitcoin Standard. Uh, mm-hmm. I think crypto is going to be the future. I love the fact of uh, a decentralized currency. I love the fact that it's um, not a fiat currency created by a government. I just love the fact that people are starting to transact in something other than the dollar, which is depreciating. So crypto, I am interested very much so in our inner circle, which is our group. It's called Mike's Inner Circle, bunch of entrepreneurs that work together. We talk about crypto. We talk about storage units. We talk about real estate investing and all kinds of cool different ideas, uh, startup ideas and, and people working together. And maybe the other part of it is, is just, I just love um, you know, the awareness that's happening in the world. I'm seeing people communicate and seeing a lot of things that's happening that may be causing them to leave the corporate world and start a business. I'm oh, seeing yes. a major push for entrepreneurship. 
And I just want to be a part of it and help at as many people along as I can. So those, those are the main things that are lighting me up. And if I could just throw a question back at you, what's lighting you up right now? Oh, life is lighting me up. Actually, I just signed on to a major women's network. So I have my own TV show coming up. I haven't told anyone yet, but that happened last night. So I am (laughs) really in a position now to share my message to help millions of people around this world. And I live in life, live in life and being surrounded by absolutely wonderful, amazing people that lights me up. Wow. it's awesome. Good for Mm -hmm. you. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And I see your necklace. You're a true believer. I like it. So, uh, well done. Well done. Yeah, keep sharing that message. Thank you so much, Mike. And where can people find you? So uh, my company is called dreamstarterspublishing.com. Uh, if you guys want to write a book or if you have questions about writing a book, that's definitely the best way. If you already have a book, we also have a software called Book Lead Pro. You can use it to generate leads and build a tribe and get attention. So we also have that on that website too. Dreamstarterspublishing.com. And then you can always find me on Instagram at the dreamstarter. Awesome. You know where to find them. Thank you so much, Mike, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.